pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hello and welcome to One Life Left. Uh, hello, uh, this is Resonance 104.4 FM. You are listening to One Life Left. Uh, I'm Simon Byron. I'm Steve Curran. Hello, I'm Anne Oh, I was going to do it the other way around. Steve, you just walked through the door. I know. We looked to the, we, uh, looked to the clock and we are like, ah, we said a word we can't repeat now. Mm. Uh, we better get on with it. We haven't found the emergency CDs, which... One you of us who had the, the presence of mind, but yeah, uh, we then dropped it behind the um, the actual CD rack. But uh, yeah, it's all it's all working out. Uh, how are you, Anne Scantleberry? No, I'm good. I'm uh, I'm back. You're back. Welcome back. Thank you. We, we missed you last week. Obviously, we uh, wrote our own news stories. Oh goodness, uh, Steve. I asked Anne if um, she listened to the show last week. She said uh, no. <laughs> I said why? She said I've got any headphones. <laughs> As if that was, like, you know, I didn't realise that uh, they were such an impossible thing they to buy. Are. Well, they there you go. So we wrote our own news stories. Uh, we mm-hmm. did three each. Um, I've got newfound admiration for your diction. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. First one I didn't think went particularly well, uh, but we sort of got into the flow of it. Uh, uh, yes, diction and timing, actually. Yeah. You see, you think that it's just I rock up and I just say the words that are on the screen. No. Diction and timing. <laughs> right. Where do you learn that sort of stuff? Uh, that is what I went to school for. Right. And so what did I miss? Uh, you missed the theme tune. Okay, you found the theme tune then. Yeah, on the emergency CDs. We were oh, just playing it as you walked in. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, so um, actually the, the show started normally. Awesome. So no one will suspect anything. Exactly. I, I'd, I'd love to tell you what's coming up on the show, but I've got no idea. But okay. uh, I do. we also don't have a guest. After um, last year's strong uh, promise... We were like, yeah, we'll have a guest a week from now on with our new project. Been deserted. Um, but yeah, let's see how we get on then, shall we? Uh, we're going to play the news jingle and Steve and I are going to swap places, I would have thought. But um, yeah, um, that says TOC error <laughs> on that. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Top, top, top CD. Top CD, right, let's go. Uh, so let's start the show, as we always do, with the news. <laughs> figures for Wii U sales in the US and One Life Left is pleased to see that the console has done really well. Nearly 890,000 Wii U's have been bought in America since its launch and Nintendo have called that a success. There's no news on sales in the UK. Perhaps Nintendo doesn't know whether to count sales of consoles bought then chucked in the cupboard under Simon's stairs. Simon, did you get a Wii U? Didn't get a Wii U, Steve. You didn't? Why why is that? Um, Just uh, threw it straight in the canal. 
skip the middle. Actually, I was tempted because I like the sound of Zombie U, mm-hmm. uh, but that's all I like the sound of. And whilst I am prepared to pay £700 to play one game, <laughs> I'm not prepared to pay £300 <laughs> to, to uh, play another. That's interesting, isn't it? I I've never seen you back out of an early buyer's decision mm. before. Maybe you're changing. Maybe something. growing up. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm sure, sure it's I'm sure it's got some good games on it. Well, it has got some good games on it, but at the moment, it's not for me. I am actually getting a little overwhelmed with the number of games I now own. Uh, like, for example, today I've only bought six PC games. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. I've only bought six. On Steam, <laughs> that's all. I was getting a bit twitchy how, by how five many, o'clock. How many uh, of your, how many Steam games have you played, and how many do you have? Yeah, I've, um, I own about forty. I've played uh, about two. <laughs> I know. Is it because you can't, you, you can't physically see them there? Going, oh, I'm still in my wrapper. You should open. No, me. I think it's because they're going. Hello, we're only about two pounds each, mm. and um, the suggested repo- retail price, because we're not allowed to say recommended anymore, is uh, it's like fifty quid for the Wii U games, isn't it? And I thought mm. no. So, um, the big thing I heard about the Wii U, which we didn't get a chance to cover because uh, we weren't here over Christmas, was this thing about updating, constantly having to update. When yeah, you, uh, that was that was the thing. So, um, Is that all sorted now? Day one patches are the new uh, parents forgot to buy your batteries. Right. On um, oh. Christmas morning. So, yeah, oh, yeah, thanks, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's all sorted, yeah. But okay. um, despite the sales triumph, uh, the charts have had no Wii U... Uh, Exclusive titles in the top forty for so the last are two just weeks. Sitting there looking at, they're them. waiting for their consoles to update. Oh. <laughs> A Microsoft research team has shown off Illumi Room for the first time at CES. Illumi Room projects a peripheral ga- graphics from a game onto the room around the screen using Connect for Windows and a projector. It is currently still at the proof of concept stage. More details are expected in April. So essentially it is 2013 and you can be inside a video game when you play it. We are living in the future. I saw this. I saw this. This is where you can get Halo projected onto a plant, isn't it? Imagine. That was my side noise. <laughs> uh, what, what did you think, Steve? I thought it looked basically underwhelming. Did you? I thought it looked great. Really? Yeah. Do you want to see Halo projected on a plant? I mean, it's nice. It's a nice gimmick, but I don't get it. Yeah, you sort of question the setup, don't you? So where are those images coming from? Presumably a camera behind you somewhere. Right, exactly. No, you have to... I I bet you have to attach it to the ceiling. You know when you have to do a presentation at work and there's one of those big projectors on the ceiling? Yeah. Mm. I bet you have to put one on your ceiling. They probably have a lot of those at Microsoft because I imagine they do a lot of presentations. Yes, PowerPoint. Mm. Um... Yeah, but given that people have struggled to fit a connect in underneath mm. their TVs, I wonder what, how they're going to get a projector from behind. But that said, um, there is some sort of uh, science to this. It's a flashier version of uh, Philips's AMBX technology, which um, had uh, light oh, emitting. Yeah, yeah now, so what they, uh, the basic level, what those TVs used to do was bleed the light out behind, which apparently softened the focus. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not simple. And, and then it's nice and everything. Yeah. I, saw, I saw it, but I thought that this is not. What seems like a, a greater step forward to me is all the, um, I can't remember what it's called, but that VR technology that's being kickstarted at the moment. It's it's like oh, VR oh, helmets oh, oh, from... Oculus Rift. Yeah, that's yeah. right, from 15 years ago. And I, I looked at that and imagined, yeah, that seems like a good way of surrounding yourself with the picture in the game. This seems like a, like you say, kind of ambient vision yeah. thing. But it'd be so expensive to implement. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I did like the use of, because uh, apparently it will map your room and then projects and then sort of custom build images for that yeah. so towards the end of that demo you saw bits shattering or um when the bass was kicking in you sort of the tv stand was going right like that um it's cool but it is cool yeah so uh, how much money is it going to cost us Anne? loads okay and when can we have it um quite a while away thanks Anne. Bioware has angered quite a lot of people by failing to include any gay characters in Star Wars The Old Republic, then trying to make up for it by sticking them all on one planet. The planet Makeheb is only available through a paid-for update. 20 of the 40 original companionable characters made by Bioware Austin are romanceable and all heterosexual. Due to player demand, the developer created the planet. Despite this, gay companions won't be added for new players. For this, Bioware Austin, you will now be known as Boo-O-Ware Austin. Best story. Yeah. Best story. Best article by friend of the show, Steve Hoggerty. I read it on yeah, PC Phenomenal. Gay Men. Phenomenal. And uh, yeah, a gay planet yeah. in video games. <laughs> yeah. I, have you got any vacation time left this year? <laughs> Maybe we should all take it together. We go. go to Macab. It's, it's astonishing, isn't it? I think, um, you know, by 
just the, the level of wrongness to do with, well, let's solve this planet by doing actually what, you know, oh, we'll, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll put them all in the same place. Let's create a ghetto. Yeah. A virtual <laughs> ghetto. It's astonishing, but you can see the sort of logical steps that have led them to this. Yeah. They, they want to add them to, you know, they want to add this to the game because they want to be seen to be doing the right thing. They probably the want right to do the right thing. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Having done the right thing, in fact, done everything and everyone <laughs> in Dragon Age, you know, but Bioware aren't afraid of this at all, are they? No. But the only way, at least according to the article that we both read, that you could do this, you know, in a reasonably cheap fashion was to create a, a gay, gay planet. planet. Did they go as far as, as an origin for the gay planet? I don't then? know. <laughs> I don't know. It's full of uh, full of SGRs. Apparently, that's the new acronym for single gender relationships. Right. I and, did read that, and I wondered what SGR and of, was. And then, and then, of course, there are loads of comments going, "You're ruining Star Wars with these SGRs. <laughs> keep, if you have any love for this world, keep SGRs out of my game." Right. Which they already are. <laughs> then aren't they? They're, 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 they're just don't go to the planet. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, very strange. I, I, it's an exceptional um, illustration of the lack of thought um, mm. that goes into making these things sometimes. But hopefully such a high-profile case of embarrassment will uh, lead others to not be so daft in the past. I bet they've got brilliant music on that planet. Oh, I bet. Imagine. We should definitely go. Mm. For Eurovision. Definitely. Microsoft has announced a new developer called Lyft London. The studio will focus on creating cloud games for tablets, mobiles and TVs and aim to lift the reach of the Xbox service beyond the console. They will partner with other developers as an incubator studio for different projects. The developer was created by Microsoft Studios Phil Harrison and will be headed by ex-Rare developer Lee Schooneman. Lyft London will be based in Birmingham. <laughs> what? Is that right? <laughs> no! Okay. <laughs> That's my best joke. Uh... <laughs> Imagine, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, what's up with Rare, then? I thought that was what Rare were doing. I, I've sort of lost track of... I mean, I don't... They announced a new studio, but then they said it's going to be doing cloud-based, cloud-based stuff. Yeah. And mm. that's it. N- mm. Nothing else. No, and they're going to be doing stuff for TV. Basically, it seems like they're going to be doing the social casual side of the Xbox. They're going to be leading that stuff. Right. And I thought that that was what... Rare were being shoehorned and had been shoehorned into over the last. Did you? Who told you five this? Five years. Well, their output told me this. The oh, games right, that yeah, been yeah, you out. forget the rare dude. Yeah, because the, they did connect sports. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And you know, famously unhappy about it. But uh, maybe, maybe they're going to resurrect Rare and make Perfect Dark Two. Is that what happens after Perfect Dark Zero? Guess Perfect <laughs> Dark does, One, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> it's confusing. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, you know, you're an early adopter. You're going to be buying some tablets to play these games? I've already got tablets. Well, Microsoft ones. Have you got Surfaces? No, I did think about it. Yeah, and then well, I realized, well, yeah, but then I realised I couldn't play Skyrim. Come on, so. you've seen the adverts. You'll clip them together in the dance. It's like advert, an Apple so. advert. <laughs> yeah, I've got... Um, no, I'm not going to be buying Surface. Are you? Uh, definitely not, no. No? No, no chance. Okay, Anne? Well, the only uh, good advertising I've seen of it was uh, a road... Um, somewhere in East London, there is just a surface drawn onto a wall on the road and then the keypad is on the pavement. I took a picture of it and put it on Twitter ages ago. And I can't, it's not, so it's in East London and it's not trying to be hipster-like, oh, surface, but also we're going to write something that's not surface to make you think that it is surface, but it's not. It's not being ironic or anything like that. It just looked like it might be advertising. Right. I... But that, even that didn't make you want no, to... No, it doesn't, no. no. Sadly. Do you see that tablet that's got bubbles on it? The th- oh, the, the one that becomes the lumpy. Yeah, yes. lumpy tablet. That's yeah. amazing. Exactly. That's, that's the sort of surface we want. A <laughs> lumpy one. Is that in your news, Anne? No. Hmm. And finally, Sir James Dyson, the man who invented the Dyson vacuum cleaner, has complained that too many British technology students are being sucked in by the glamour of web fads and video gaming. The silverhead sucker told the Radio Times that the games industry was cleaning up at the expense of tangible technology we can export. Fingers crossed the next Dyson will come with some sort of inbuilt game interface. We bet everyone would hoover it up. Good job. Thanks. Good work. Good, good work. job. It's good. We, we didn't have anything like that in our news, did we? No, um, although... I, I did have a gag, didn't I? I can't remember what well, it was. Well, also I know that you didn't have anything from Eddie Q. 
Yeah, who's what? a man? Oh, yeah, that was a joke. That was a joke. That was a struggle oh. as well. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, that was good, thanks. I didn't read this story when um, people wrote it. I saw the headlines and thought... I, I mean, the headlines, it, that's pretty it explained much... explained it. Yeah. yeah. But what, why is he suddenly having a go at... Or, or was he not? Was that the Radio Times trolling? Well, it was kind of, I think it was the games industry trolling Radio itself. Times like games, Just sort they? of going, he mentioned video games, quick, put, make that a story, right. which mm, is why I've included okay. it too. But yeah, he, uh, he just seems to be saying, oh, we need people to be making actual things that are things. Like he does. Yeah. Hoovers. Um, Except the, those. The Dyson Blade, brilliant. Yeah. They're brilliant, definitely. Doesn't but the uh, Raspberry Pi count as a thing? Yeah, James oh, Dyson. Yeah, Dyson. And that's been a... Uh, I saw some press releases this week, so that's been a massive success. It's sold a number of either units or money, hasn't it? Yeah, I want to say a million. Yeah. Does that sound right? A billion? That sounds too many. A billion pies. <laughs> it's sold. I, I, I'm surprised you don't have one of those. I do have two. Do you actually? Yeah, I actually do, yeah. Oh. Well, so I'm a two-pie two household. Okay. Uh, what are you doing I've got with one. They're in a, um, in a wooden box <laughs> currently. Under your stairs? No, not under the stairs. We, uh, we are going to be getting the um, Piecade. Okay. Yep, which is... Because you haven't got enough ways to play, to play old No, I know, I know. I was playing um, Wave Race on my PC yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Wave Race on the GameCube. Oh. <laughs> of course I was. Um, yes, I, but, um, yeah, they are tricky things to do anything with, the, the old mm. Raspberry Pis. They sell the dream that, you know, you can uh, do whatever you want on it, but actually, that's, it's, actually it's quite difficult mm. to do stuff on it. Mm. So, um, so maybe Dyson was right. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks, Anne. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantleberry. Listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. That is Back to Spain by One White Noise. It's a piece of brilliant chip tune music from chipmusic.org. You should definitely go there, download that, and loads of other brilliant things too. Simon. Yes. You set some homework last week, didn't you? Well, we should bring Anne up to date with what we're doing this year. Yeah, please yeah? do. Okay, um, in your absence. Okay. We are uh, going to be making a One Life Left video game. Not in your absence, with your. <laughs> you will be here for it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, in your uh, absence, we held a vote. Basically, yeah, what happened was, um, I played Thomas Was Alone. Yeah. Mike Bithell's Tom, Thomas yeah, Was Alone. it's brilliant, isn't it? <clears throat> Excuse me, yeah, it's really good. Um, but it did, so you played it. Yeah. And did it annoy you? Um, in, why? Because, because it's like, good? It's just, it's like, it's just square, like, it's a peek behind the curtain here, but it's just squares. It's just jumping. squares. No. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I layered so many characters onto those squares. That's all, know, Dan, right. that's all our mate Danny Wallace. Who did that stuff? But um, imagine uh, mate TBC. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, imagine how much character they'd have had if they had characters. Yeah. You layered stuff onto them. But that imagine, was my mind. Exactly. Imagine if my mind made that. Mike, Mike Bithell doesn't deserve you. No. I don't think. No. Um, 
so yeah, I, I thought, well, surely we could do something like this. And then that coincided with uh, me discovering, um, and it's something that we tried to do ages ago. We were going to get game, uh, Yo-Yo Games involved, uh, but we never, like in typical One Life Left fashion, we never got round to it. So uh, we bought Game Maker Studio off the company accounts. Brilliant, good. <laughs> yeah. uh, that didn't go through accounts. Uh, it's, it's fine. Okay. And, um, uh, because Cutty cash. Have, yeah, have you heard of? Uh, we just put it down for entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of Hotline Miami? I have heard you of have that. Heard I've of played it. it. Have you? Yeah. It's not very good, is it? I don't think you can say it's not very. That good. That whisper won't come out as well. By the way, when the show's no. audio levels are adjusted, it'll just be no, me saying it it's not very good, is it? <laughs> Um, um, you're wrong. It's very good. Right, it's not very good, first of all. Simon, Second of all... Simon can't do it. No, I know, but... <laughs> why are you shouting Simon can't do it at um, Yeah, it's not very good, right? but right, it's, it's sold loads, first yeah, of all. True, yeah, that is true, that is true. It's made in Game Maker. Did you know this? Did you know this? I didn't know that. No. So we could make Hotline, Hotline Miami? Yeah, Hotline Miami. <laughs> <laughs> um, Spelunky. Game maker. Game maker. No. Knew Did you know that? Knew that. No, you didn't know that. Did know that. You didn't know that. Did you, know you just that. guessed because <laughs> you saw that's my what line. We're of, about. Exactly. And you won't that won't fool us. So, and that that sold lots on uh, the Xbox video game console from Microsoft. Are you just trying to get more expenses no. into our account? Yeah, so we're gonna make a game, okay? Okay. We're gonna do it week by week. Do we have any skills? Well, this is it. So we got Bithel in last week to have a chat about how oh, easy how it was. Is he? Turns out, well, he's fine. Um, but it turns out it's really easy to write a video game. But Brilliant. W- week by week, we're going to get people in. Um, we're going to show them our homework and then we're going to make a game over time. But we're going to say that they've helped us do it. So our box yeah. is going to say from the creators of Thomas Was Alone. And next week, we'll be able to say, and from someone who knows Jonathan Ross, because they're on. Brilliant. So, yeah, so um, our project um, over this week was to uh, come up with a sort of core concept for okay. our video okay. game. Um, and I believe, how many have you done, Steve? I've done one. Just the one? I've got, I've got two ideas. Okay. Oh, can I have one? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Which one's the best, Simon? Well, that's, now that's an interesting question because by best, do you mean the best game or the easiest to make? Because, I mean, I know what I would prefer to make. <laughs> out of those well let's see okay um, shall I go first then okay good okay so uh, Anne and you can pick which one we're okay, we should we should explain that we did discuss this game a little bit on the show last week well yeah do we but I, well, I just think it's worth it in case there's some okay crossover between oh, so our oh I think you've copied yeah oh, I think yeah I think Steve would have um, well okay I'll go okay. first the One Life Left video game is a first of all a top down puzzler mm-hmm. so viewed from above easy to draw us yeah okay i've not got much hair and i've got big ears <laughs> it's just easy you you've got a parting i've not seen you from the top <laughs> apart from that one time we were just messing around on a planet um so a top-down puzzler where you have to get to the exit so it's it's like a, imagine a grid top-down grid and you've got to get from point a on this side to point b the other side you have a limited number of stees and simons and ands okay. each of which can move in different directions but every time you move them they die okay but they fill in that square oh now you have to create a path from a to b yeah. Um, and it's fine if you do that, but if you do it with just one of us left, one life left, you get like a like an S rank or something like that. So it's a puzzle game, top down, get from A to B, you have to get you have to you have us as resources. There we go. Okay? Exhibit okay. exhibit A. Thank you. Very good. I like it. Thanks. Very good. Okay. should we just well, I can discuss the pit what I foresee is the problems with this. Okay. Is, okay. Is it it requires thought. In level design. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's true. Yeah. Okay. That's my one pitfall, I see. I like it, though. Okay, good. <coughs> okay. Uh, one life left. The game. Okay. Uh, this is my elevator pitch for it. Mm-hmm. I have to be quite a long elevator ride. Okay. Well, let's go. We've hobbled the elevator. Push, can you push the button down? What, what floor are you going to? I'm um, 15. Okay, cool. Can I come? No, this is a private elevator <laughs> meeting. <laughs> okay. So I enter, I enter the elevator what immediately. <laughs> Immediately hit, hit the emergency button. Okay. <laughs> just I like, look you in the eyes and I go, right. <laughs> okay. The elevator pitch. A 2D puzzle platformer with humour, intelligence and heart. It's Lemmings meets the Lost Vikings. Okay. Mm. Do you know what they are, Anne? What, half of those? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. okay. Directly control 
three pixelated presenters across 150 deadly, beautiful, cunning rooms. Use a captivating blend of smarts, skills and suicide. Designed to recall the gloriously doomed schemes of the world's favourite FM radio show that's sort of about video games, One Life Left. Each of the devious puzzles in One Life Left, the game, can only be completed by combining the skills of the three main characters. Anne can jump, Simon can block, Stee can run. So far, so cooperative, but life's not always that simple. The exit only opens when there's one life left. Right. Which of your team will make the ultimate sacrifice so the show can live on? And how will they do it? Eight seasons, 186 levels, with a new one unlocked for every episode of One Life Left. Begin with a number of lives, select your team, and lose all but one on your way to the exit. Encounter and unlock One Life Left bonus characters with special abilities. Craig the Rage, Dr. Avatar, Derek, to be confirmed based on focus testing and acquisition of rights. DLC bonus, the no continues hardcore levels. DLC multiplayer combat levels in One Life Left nights. Facebook Twitter and LinkedIn functionality. Good job. Yes! It's a whole new genre that encourages success through incompetence. We don't consider that failure. We know it's not success. It's something special. It's Succsalia. <laughs> I couldn't call it the F one of those because yeah. it's... Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Bing! Can we get off? <laughs> yeah. 4.15. Wow. Um, Steve, can you foresee any pitfalls with that? It's quite an extensive game to make, and I believe so, we'd have to reduce the scope, <laughs> the number of levels to one, <laughs> and and crowdsource a lot of the uh, a lot of the features. But we are intending to yeah. do that anyway. So okay, that's good. I like it. Thanks. Uh, finally, uh, my well, my my second idea was um, imagine okay. Zookeeper meets oh. One Life Left. So, it's oh. a single screen, yeah. match three puzzler, in which presenters from One Life Left tumble from the sky. Match three ands for, uh, but I, haven't, I mean, I've not written this down. Steve had written that down. He, yeah. wasn't, he wasn't just, that wasn't out of <laughs> But you match, you match three ands, you get a bonus, match three Steve's, you get a bonus, match three me's, you get a bigger, biggest bonus. Um, uh, but uh, you complete the level by, match, by uh, doing a One Life Left, so the three of us. Uh, and that's when you move on. During each of the levels, uh, various other uh, uh, features from the show will appear. Craig the Rage won't have any other of blocks around. There'll be a gap around him oh, no. because people don't like to go near him. Derek Williams will never move. <laughs> he's always because he's always there. He's always on the he show, is. so he'll never drop. That sort of thing. There we go. So um, pitfalls. Uh, well, none. Well, I think it might be difficult to uh, run to to do the uh, algorithm so that. It, you don't just get a, a screen full of Simons because that would be horrific. But, <laughs> or wonderful. Or, or wonderful. Um, uh, but that. But advantages, very simple graphics. Right? Mm -hmm. We just nick them from the website at the moment or run some uh, Facebook pictures through a special Photoshop thing. Or, um, uh, but yeah, and we don't have to design any levels. Okay. Um, and I really like the idea that if you get three ands, it plays the news jingle. Three stees, it turns up late. <laughs> or something like that. But when you get three us, it plays one life left. Oh. And then I thought, and of course, uh, reasonably easy, because I'm thinking, you know, multi-platform, this would be reasonably, reasonably easy to, to control on your mobile devices and Microsoft Surface. <sighs> Ding. Hmm. Hello. <laughs> We're back in the basement. <laughs> Just where I wanted yeah. to be. <laughs> Good. Uh, so have you found a zookeeper template then for Game Maker? No, I haven't, no. Okay. Um, but I just, I mean, I thought that if what we're going to do next is, is do um, some mock-up visuals or whatever, I thought mm. be, that'd be reasonably easy. So I've, I've tried to uh, make this sort of puzzle game before, and it can take a surprise. You say no design, no level design, but actually tweaking those... So, so it's always playable. Mm, yeah. Is is almost as difficult because your level design in this is not saying, okay, we need to mix up the ratio of Simons to Anne's or whatever. It's more saying, how does uh, Craig the Rage token behave? How do the blocks behave? And that's almost even more abstract, harder to get your head around than saying, okay, we have this um, functionality. We know Simon behaves like this, Anne behaves like this, Steve behaves like this. Now we have to construct puzzles out of that. Um, it's just a different. It's a different sort of uh, sort of problem. Both of them take time. Yeah, I mean, and I would say I didn't slag yours off. 
in, in, in that's because it was <laughs> it was absolutely perfect. No, no I think. No, sorry, I was I was I was joking. No, you, you're absolutely right. I would I I don't know how to take the next steps on whatever we do, mm. but we do need some help to take those next steps, don't yeah, we? Yeah. So I I guess the um the right thing to do is for us to think about. Well, you know, you talked about um, uh, producing some visuals, visuals to match these things. Yeah. I, I'm very interested in your first your first thing. Okay. I, I think there's something in each each one of these things. Well, should we work them up and present them to Jonathan Ross's company next week, who are definitely coming on? Definitely. The Dep George from uh, uh, what are they called? But they, I can't remember. But they do catch catch aliens, which is Jonathan Ross's game. Is he, is he bringing Wassy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Okay, so next week... Why would we invite him on if he's not? We don't know who this George fellow is. Next week, Jordan Ross here. So we'll show him mock-up, shall we? Mm-hmm. And then, because they're a successful game developer, they can decide what we're going to do. Yeah. What we're going to do. And now, I saw your face light up when we were talking about this sort of thing, and I think you're quite, you're quite excited. I'm really excited. Yeah, we're going to be in video games. I can't games. wait to be a game in, developer. And then we can review ourselves. And then we don't have to be those journalists. Exactly. Oh, the disgusting outside of the industry, not even part of the games industry yeah. journalists. We will be the yeah. industry. We can stop declaring what we eat. All <laughs> all <the time>. Exactly. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so, okay, well, we'll mock those up into visuals next week. We will present to George. Uh, wait a second. Shall we? Wait a second. Well, we're a radio show. Yeah, but then we can put them on the... Visuals. Well, let's say, let's say that we'll put them on the... Uh, website afterwards and they're not like we normally do. <laughs> in this new era of video games we could be looking at some exciting new console by the end of the year maybe a new xbox or ps3 or both then there's that whole steam box thing i think it's about time that the games console was unified like the dvd player the game player let's put an end to format wars make everything universal Microsoft PlayStation, Sony Xbox, whatever. Does it really matter? Isn't everyone just playing stuff on their mobile phones now anyway? I have actually been playing a home console game recently, XCOM, an updating of the old game that I knew of as a UFO Enemy Unknown, and played on my Amiga. There are a few things I find very annoying in this new version though. I was in a bomb disarm mission and I lost due to running out of time. See, whilst heading to deactivate a power node that gives more time, my soldier spotted the bomb and stopped a few paces away from the power node, thus preventing me from deactivating it. Thus I lost the mission. Okay, maybe I shouldn't have let it get down to just one turn before the bomb is primed, but even so this felt like a bad way to lose. The inventory system seems considerably worse than the old game, but at least you can open a door without having to step through it in this one. I'm not sure I like the lack of facing either. The base building element is quite nice, but the way it keeps you in tutorial for ages when you start the game is quite annoying. But still, it's given me some fun. Oh, in the charts, Far Cry 3 is number one. I'm Derek Williams, and this is my FME feature, quite well known actually. You're listening to One Life Left from Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a video game radio show which was just having a gossip. We're having a gossip, weren't we? You left it at quite a cliffhanger. Interesting. Well, yeah. interesting. Put some more music on, we'll get back to that. And if you, uh, if you want to find out what we were gossiping about, uh, check the website. That's <laughs> right, yeah, we'll put it up there. Yeah, yeah definitely. We'll come and be our guest. Um, so we had some letters. Do you yeah. want these letters to be part of the letters section or no, separate, separate? I think. Separate. Well, okay. well, thank you guys for your yeah. correspondence this week. Um, it seems that they're quite enamoured with the game making project mm. by Game Maker. Uh, Andrew Andrew Rouse uh, writes um, Dear OLL team and probable super special guests so you're wrong there as a player of video games I think your one life left puzzle platforming game concept sounds fantastic as a previous user of Game Maker I'd like to thank its creators for making such an excellent tool which let me learn to program in a gradual way and produce something worth showing to other people as a professional software engineer I commend your use of agile methodologies both in setting yourselves weekly iteration targets and in choosing to first implement a vertical slice of functionality will we we sort of decided against that but we will do we, we are doing that it's just we're going to take slice. a while to yeah, get exactly, there yeah. I wish you all the best of luck and look forward to playing the finished game uh, right we will send you a copy of the finished game Andrew Rouse thank you very much 
Um, KOLL, regarding the Game Maker-powered One Life Left game, an interesting mechanic uh, could be for the game to become harder as a direct result of losing a life. Yes. As an example, I've been mulling in my head the idea of making a game based around the problem of space debris building up around the Earth. The game was to task you as a little clean-up robot to, well, clean up the mess, of course. If you died in the attempt, though... The various bits and pieces of your body would join the orbiting debris, making the task even harder. Perhaps you could incorporate this mechanic in some way, heightening the stress of an already stressful situation of only having one life left. Yes. Anyway, my two cents. Uh, and that is from Num T. I really like that. I like yeah, that too. when it came in. And he has given us um, full use of it, hasn't yeah. he, there, in a letter. Yeah. Why don't you use it? Yeah, yeah. sure. Okay, it's yours. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, no, I thought that was excellent. Well done. Yeah. Toby Mercer writes, Dear OLL team, Whoever decided to show up. No one. Oh, yes. No we guest. All, we and, all did. Yeah, and, and only just We all Steve. did, Toby. Thanks. And possible super special guests. It struck me that you already have some character design and mechanics for your game ready to go. Simply use the character art from your websites along with their special powers. Mm. Steve and his rocket boots, Anne's heart balloon, and Simon's Hitler salute. Couple this, of course... With the concept of needing one life left to complete a level, you could roam around a chiptune 8-bit world combining the special powers a la Trine to murder each other in imaginative ways to appease the gods of long-dead platforms. Anne can float with the balloon and heal, Stee can move fast and burn things, and Simon can offend and create awkward silences. Charming. Love the show! All the best, Thanks. Toby. Thanks, Toby. Excellent out. ideas um, as well. Hitler was also mistaken. He was, he was, he was only giving cheery waves. <laughs> As well. <laughs> Finally, um, Edgar and Bryce said, uh, Hey guys, uh, we'd totally love to do some stuff for your game. Maybe game elements or box artwork. Have a look at all the stuff we drew. <laughs> Give us a link to all the stuff they've drawn. Pretty good, right? Considering Bryce's stubby fingers and my no thumbs. Now, they're, pu- they're the puppets, that yeah. I guess. Um, Is that uh, all the stuff they've drawn ever? <laughs> yeah, so wow. If they could grant us licence to, yeah, to yeah. just to help ourselves, That'd we'd be, be well up for that. And we'll put them on our box, definitely. Mm. Cool, right, should we do the actual letters? Actual letters starting now. Richard Stratton writes, Hello Anne, Simon Stee and SSG brackets S. Interesting order, non-canonical. I was always second. Um, I was reading my shiny copy of the 250th issue of Edge this morning. They have a lovely article about marketing departments bullshotting promo material so that they bear little relation to the game. They quote Rob Briscoe as saying, marketing teams have little idea about what goes on behind the actual product they're promoting. Given Simon and Steve's and possibly super special guests' close close proximity to doing promotion and being promoted, uh, what are your views? Oh, and ask Anne too, just to be polite. Thanks, Richard. P.S. My nine-year-old daughter loves the Potter Wonder book. Uh, I've not read that article, um, so I don't know what bits they are uh, talking about. I think there are some, there can be some smart marketing items. You have to be careful about these days because it's so it's not considered to be swag. It's not. It's not my experience at all. I've never worked with a marketing team who've been disassociated from a game like that. you get some people who you talk to who have obviously pre-canned ideas. They want to do this and they somehow shoehorn your game into that sort of gimmick they have thought of. But there's always at least a superficial interest in what you're making. Um, and yeah, it's it's it, it's just not my experience at all. Yeah, we'll have to read that, um, that issue of Edge uh, and see exactly what they were talking about. But again, that's not my experience. Uh, whenever I've been promoting games, we uh, I do, I'm guilty of... of um, uh, trying to do stuff with things I like where they're relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've grown up a little bit now, but uh, I've still got a Black Isle wind-up radio I listen to in my shower <laughs> for one of the... Um, for, I think it was for Neverwinter Nights. Because Amazing. that features in that, doesn't it? I was a bullshotter then, according to Edge. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Um. Uh, dear team and SSG, uh, sorry, you are quite correct. The book I bought was uh, Game On, not 101, uh, sorry, 1001 Games to Play Before You Die. My fact-checking was awful. I don't think Tony Mott is passing off your work, work as his own, although you can never be sure, and I would keep an eye on him. Oh, anyway. Well, to we make... will do. If, we will, yeah. If, if Edge puts on the subs list. Yeah. You don't need to be on the subs list now, actually, by the way. You can, um, you can get free copies off uh, Google Play. Is that right? If you sign up for a month's trial mm-hmm. for free and then cancel it, uh, you can get two copies of Edge. Really? Or, and then you can pay like I'm doing, 2 99 a month. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Try before you buy. Anyway. 
anyway, uh, to make up for this, I have an idea for your game. Oh, perhaps this should have been earlier. Uh, inspired by Walking Dead, you could present percentages of people's choices at the end of each round. E.g., 50% hurdle Steve to his doom, 50% did something terrible to Simon. I'm guessing no one will subject Anne's character to any of these deaths. Also, don't forget some Britishness for those cultural oh, yeah. tax breaks. That was an excellent point. Yes. Excellent point. Thank you. Uh, thanks, uh, Morg Adams. Thank you. Um... Hello, team, and possibly super special guest. Hopefully, returning Anne. Another New Year's honours list has, has passed, and once again, the Queen has refused to give you an honour. Instead, she gave a CB to super special guest and Fots Ian Livingston. That's a bit greedy of him, isn't it? Considering he's already had an OBE. Do you think he demanded the honour because he wanted to be one better than Miles Jacobson? Or perhaps Ian Livingston's CBE made a bespoke choose one's own adventure book for the Queen. To be fair, it would have been probably easy to rewrite Space Assassin. All he'd have to do was find and replace Space with Paris. Assassin with Duke of Edinburgh. A dead body with England's rose. The old girl would have had hours of fun reading that obviously fictional piece of work. Cheerio, Ben. Thanks, Ben. So, is Ian Livingston not doing anything with his OBE? At the moment. Oh, so does it go spare? So, like, I'm, once you've upgraded, you yeah. don't have your... You probably have to hand it in, don't you? No. Yeah, to get a better one back. You think it's like... Recycling? <laughs> I wonder who's got an old one. Ian Lim- another Ian Livingston. Probably one of the Olymp- Olympic athletes. Olympia, yeah. or one of the games makers. Mm. Mm. Is that it for letters? It is. Now, thank you ever so much. So, if you've got a letter to write us, please uh, email. Team at OneLifeLeft.com. And also, uh, do um, discuss uh, or give us your comments on which of the three ideas you like. We're going to present them next week uh, in more detail, visual representations of them. But if you've got any suggestions or anything like that that could help us do such a thing, please uh, email. Team at OneLifeLeft.com. Thanks very much. Listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Nucleogenic Decay by Graviton Flux, and it's amazing. It's absolutely brilliant. I am so excited about music in 2013. What do you think, Anne? It's good, isn't it? It came. The drums came in a bit, or like that bangy bangy noise came in quite hard. It shocked us a bit. Talking of drums, you listen to new new JT today. Did listen to new JT today. What do you think? I don't know. It didn't blow me away. Mm, didn't blow and me away either. JT should blow me away. Yeah. Okay, so I asked you about music then. Yeah. I didn't ask you about video games. No. And do you know why that is? Why? Because I'm worried. I'm a worried man. I'm worried oh. that you are a fake girl gamer. What? Huh? See, over Christmas this blew up again, and we've never really talked about it. We we're going to talk about it last week. You weren't here, so maybe now's a good time to chat. There's a thing going on. Mm-hmm. There's a thing going on on the internet that girls who play games are being accused of being fake girl gamers. Who's, who's accusing these girls? Is it boys? Mm, boys are. Right. Boys who play games. It's kind of a backlash to the backlash 
to the backlash against or for women in games? I just want to clarify, are they being accused of being fake girls or fake gamers? Well, it's unclear because you can be both on the internet. Can you? Mm. Don't know. No, 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 no. The internet has pictures of what you look like. Like, on Facebook, you have to put a picture of what you look like on it, so that's how you check. <laughs> yep. Or if you're chatting to somebody online, they have there's a little piece of... Yeah, you should... I look beautiful. You should see the amount of eyeliner. Gone. Uh, right, so who started this? I don't know who started it, but I have uh, done some quick research and ended up on Wikipedia, which... Oh, good. ...has an article about women in video games, and there's a subsection called Girl Gamers here. So it says, Girl Gamers, or... Gamer girls. Would you identify as one of them? Which are you, man? Uh, I don't. I don't know if I feel comfortable. Well, let's find out, shall we? With either Fake. of them, because you know what it exactly. is. It's a label for women who regularly play video games. Okay. Do you? Well, every week. Mm, it's quite regular. Role-playing games. Do not really do that. Often pretend to be Justin Timberlake's girlfriend. That is true. Or other games. Mind games. Yeah, I minds. will play mind games. While some critics have advocated use of the label as a reappropriated term, others have described the term as unhelpful. Is mm-hmm. it? I, yeah, yeah, I get that. Offensive. Uh huh. Or even harmful or misleading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be going on the defensive a little there, Anne. The word "girl," for example, has been seen as an inherently um, something, there's a word here, inherently, <laughs> inherently, inherently age-linked term yeah. that glosses over the difference between women over 30 and younger women. So by calling you a girl gamer... But pat- I am, I'm under 30. So we're not patronising, it's just <laughs> no, accuracy. No, 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 she's a child gamer. Okay. You're <laughs> a child. The term girl gamer, rather than simply gamer, has also been described as perpetuating the minority position of female gamers. Mm-hmm. Who calls girl gamers girl gamers? Boy gamers. Do do they, though? Or Guy gamers? Male gamers? Men gamers. Old men gamers. I don't know. Idiot gamers. Yeah. I, 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 in, don't... I don't, know about, I don't know enough about this. That's not going to stop... It feels like if someone else is calling you that i think it's to do with context how people are calling you it. if you're calling yourself it in order to project a certain image of yourself then maybe question why you feel like you have to project that image and if someone else is calling you it because they want to put you into a box like you are just a girl you are a young girl gamer i don't know then maybe it's that's their thing and they should stop doing that. Well, quite. I think what Anne's trying to say is that the terms over-embracement may lead to the perpetuation of negative stereotypes of female gamers as over-sexualised, casual or, air quotes, fake, and sometimes defiant or confrontational. I just feel uncomfortable uncomfortable about anybody identifying as a gamer. <laughs> Agreed. Press XY to continue. Welcome to Press XY to continue, the ongoing saga of using the behaviour moulding power of video games to make a man out of me. This week in my journey from paunchy librarian to punchy barbarian, Modern Warfare 2. Having failed to engage with my inner machismo during last time's brief foray into the world of organised sport, I look for something a little more traditionally video game. And what could be more traditional than shooting at repetitive swarms of utterly interchangeable enemies? It's like Space Invaders, but with dubious political overtones. I tried really hard to let modern warfare seep into my veins, to pass through the pad, into my pores, and activate my inner squaddy. I wanted to find my warface, to revel in every gruffly muttered acronym, to roar in throaty glee at every breach of the UN Charter. What I did, however, was walk down an eight-hour linear corridor and shoot at men who believed slightly different things to my two generic men soldiers. My actions have the least possible impact on what's going on. It doesn't really matter who I kill or leave alive as long as I reduce the bullet air ratio to a point where I can run to the next poorly signposted checkpoint. My choices are entirely covered by gun type or press square not to die. How can this game make me a man when it offers no challenge? To become a man must surely involve triumphing against the odds. To be able to go off the beaten path and try something risky only to fail gloriously. This is not that game. This is not the game to make me a man. It's a story which I interrupt occasionally to run, die and respawn. 
Next time, a true challenge. I'm going to head online, find my peers, ask them how modern warfare makes them feel about masculinity in today's society, and then shoot them in the head. In the here and now, however, my fictional soldier alter ego lies in a ditch, dying. No one holds him. No one even asks what his witty, multi-layered pun of a nickname was. I imagine he begins to hum Bell and Sebastian songs as he bleeds out. This week, Modern Warfare 2 has failed to make me a man. Amazing work. It's time for the reviews. Simon, what have you been playing? Buying a lot, as I said. Bought loads <laughs> of games this week. Um, I've been playing Skyrim, getting back into that. I've, um, I've decided to just forget about the magic this time. I'm just going to be a one-handed Nord. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm doing quite well in it, actually. I'm yeah, sort of rattling through it. It seems easier on my second. I think I've become naturally, a naturally gifted Skyrim player these days. Um... But the new game I've been playing was the one that Mike Bithell recommended last week. I've been playing Spec Ops The Line. Really? Now, uh, I think it's gone... Uh, just to be clear, as it was last time, Anne and I went to see this preview stage. Ah, of course. You had a pastry. Okay. Yep. You may have had some fizzy pop. I did, I think I... Yeah, I did have a can of soda. Okay, right. Um... Now, I it's sort of gone full st- circle for me, this game. Um, so uh, I didn't play it when it came out, uh, or the time that you guys played it. Um, and then I watched people go, oh, yeah, 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 it's a pretty good shooter. It's really interesting. And then, and then it sort of died down. And then over Christmas, loads of people started playing because it was in the Steam sale. And it was like, it's your game of, game of the year. Uh, it appeared in a few of those lists and all that sort of stuff. And... Um, so actually, uh, people have gone, well, it's not what you think it is to start off with, but you play it a bit longer and it gets, it's really, 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 really interesting. What this has done is it's, um, it's gone, I think people were surprised by it because it suddenly twists. And now Mike Bithell's going, you've, you've got to play it, you've got to play it. And so you're waiting for the, mm. waiting for those twists, so they're expected. Mm. Um, nonetheless, it's very good. I like it. Yeah, it's, um, it's a, a third person shooter set in Dubai, um, which has been wiped out by sandstorm. It's interesting with, uh, the way that you can shoot the environment. Uh, so if you if you see sand above somebody, you can shoot it and it comes down and uh, knocks away. That's good. Uh, really interesting story. Um, I don't think I've reached the point that freaks people out just yet, but I'm certainly going to get there. Chapter six, I'm at the moment, out of 13. I'm pretty sure we played it. Yeah, we definitely played it. The bit that freaks people out. Yeah. Yeah. Is it good? Were you freaked out? What were you eating when you uh, were freaking out? No, I'd stopped eating by that point. Because you, you, you couldn't, because your mouth was just yeah. open and you were just shoving. <gasps> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. It's good. Yeah, I picked it up uh, very cheaply um, in the... Uh, it was the offer of the week, I think, last week. Uh, but yeah, good. Recommend it. Seven good. out of ten. Good. Which is what Mike Biffle gave it. <laughs> Interesting. Consistent. Mm, exactly. Uh, I have been playing Middle Manager of Justice. Oh, oh. have you now? Yeah. Uh, Double finds, notorious. Yeah, and uh, if you remember when the boys from Harmonics were on, we started. It, there was a thing where this was accidentally pre-released, oh, yes. uh, and then we started tweeting. Well, I started tweeting the man that made it. Told him some improvements yeah. that he could make. Didn't include any of those. What I note, but it's good. It? Yeah, it's really good. So it's a, a management sim where you are the manager of. Um, heroes. You have different districts that you need to protect. So you send the heroes in um, to fight these little battles. You can watch them or you can just delegate them and they go off and fight them whilst you go and do other things. Um, And then you work your heroes up so they get more strength. Um, They get promoted every now and then. Um, And when they get promoted, you get three workout um, opportunities so you can improve their their health, their strength or their intelligence. Um, You can Buy uh, buy things through uh, little um, I can't remember what they called them rush things. That anyway, you so you earn the, these coins and you earn various things and you can buy other stuff to make them better and better as they go on through. You can buy new heroes because you will need them as you go on. Um, and I've got to the point now where so I played it played it loads, really really enjoyed it. And then I've got to the point now where. Two of my heroes, two of my four heroes, have been promoted to the maximum level they can be. My manager has been promoted to the maximum level he can be. And there's still a couple of districts to go. And I'm a bit like, I don't really... I don't really see what I'm going to do when everyone's promoted to the maximum 
strength. It looks as though I just need to buy more things to improve their health. Probably spend some actual money to buy more things to improve their health. Mm. Well, no, I'm not because I'm bored now. I'm like, well, if that's how I'm going to do it, I was quite happy to just keep doing these fights and beating the bosses in each district and that was great. But now I'm just a bit bored. But... Some more helpful advice for them. I had a dream last night about how they could make it less boring at this stage. And apparently, uh, so my dream told them that they should add some puzzles. Oh, nice. So that you could improve health and... Don't give away our trade secrets. Wait, 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 we're game designers We're going to add puzzles. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, but I mean, you know, if they're interested in that, they'll have to get in touch. What mm. score? I'll give it a 7 out of 10. So uh, what you should do, I think you should get back in touch with him and yeah. say, hey, remember me, uh, we reviewed your finished version on the yeah. show this evening and it got the highest score we've ever given. And see if he listens. Definitely Brilliant. do that. Okay. And offer to send our logo for his box. We will. We will. <laughs> and ask him if he knows how to make games. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, So, I have not been playing very many things this week. However, I did want to play Zach Gage's Spell Tower. You know Spell Tower on iOS? I've heard of it. I Mm. haven't played it. It's a really, really good, clever, uh, beautifully designed puzzle game uh, about sort of linking words, uh, sorry, linking letters to form words like boggle. And I really, really wanted to play that. That is a word. Boggle. Yeah. It is. Well done. <laughs> Work on some anagrams. While no, no, I... but I wondered if you could link them to, fir- to find other words, like, because you said you linked film form words like boggle. Blog. That is like boggle, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Oggle. There's uh, another one like boggle. Yeah. Uh, globe. Good. We could go on. Go Play on. along at yeah. home. Globe. So, <laughs> uh, I really wanted to do You guys weren't around, and I couldn't do this on my own without the game, so I searched for it on the Play Store. It wasn't there, but there was a rip-off of it. Oh, yeah. Or what I assume to be a rip-off, a game called Hooked on Words. Now, I felt morally conflicted about mm-hmm. downloading this, because, you know, Zach Gage... I don't know. Has he ever been on the show? Uh, no. I feel like he has. He's not. Uh, was he not on the show at GDC, maybe? I don't know. It's, I think it's the first time I've heard his basically name. basically a friend of the show, and if he isn't, he's a friend of the yeah, show yeah, in the future. future. F- he's an FF. Yeah. Um, he, you know, to take a game that was ripping him off, but his game isn't on Android. So what am I meant to do with that? Am I meant to just go hungry? Yeah. To get this word food where I can get it. So I played that, and now I'm the second best in the world at that game. So you and, the, you and the author are playing it. How much, how much did it cost you? Uh, it cost me nothing. I'm playing the ad-funded version, but okay. that's still, you know, okay. earning them some money. Yeah. Uh, I may buy it by the <laughs> premium version at some Who's, point. How much better is the best person than you? Not much. Uh, the best person this week is 600 points better than me, which is... Right, well... I could be them, but maybe no. What I'm saying is, I'm morally conflicted. Maybe I shouldn't be playing it. You guys are, you're validating me, and I'm going to play it some more. Should I play it some more? Is is it okay? I saw that fishing game that ripped off the good guys is being advertised by Google now. The the extreme explosive fishing or whatever. Right. That's part of their Play Store ad campaign. So you know you want. Whatever happened to Don't Be Evil, Google? I know. I don't know. I don't know. That said. It's a good game. Is it? It's not as good as Spell Tower, but right. still, solid 7 out of okay, 10. Okay, cool. So you should contact him and say, despite your copyright infringement, we've awarded this the highest score. <laughs> it's a hard new yeah, thing. Yeah, it is. It's a good thing. Okay. Gone mental. 
and One Life Left's about to end. Uh, this is One Life Left, Resonance FM's video game radio show, and you're listening right now to Jan Shaw and Smashing it's from chipmusic.org. It's been a good show, I think. It's been good. It's been all right. We've talked quite a lot about video games for a change. Two shows in a row. Uh, what's, what's going on with us? Yeah. We'll see how we go next week. So, yeah, we've got uh, George uh, from... Jonathan Ross's software company. Looking forward to meeting yeah, him. Yeah, that'll super, be good. Super uh, he's exciting. definitely on. Uh, so do get in touch with uh, your feedback and thoughts on the game or anything else that's interesting you in the gaming world. Mm. Whether you are a girl gamer or a boy gamer or just a gamer gamer. Or, um, what was that acronym? Oh, S. Oh, S. Single relation. SGR. SGR. Yeah. SGR. Single gender. Single gender, yeah. If you're an SGR, just get in touch. Just get in touch and then we'll we'll put you on a Hang out, we'll go to a planet. Go on holiday together. Any planet. Uh, Okay, we have been One Life Left. We are a show about video games. And we're very happy to be here, but we've got to go. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.